since you guys were created. Uh, you guys co-founded Waze April of 2018. Uh, am mm. I correct on that? Yes, yeah. April 1st, April 2018. Yeah. Okay, 2018, yes, exactly. So what are some, um, I'm pretty sure you guys have like, um, like your principles, your core values that you guys adhere to, not only as individuals, but as a brand. So can you talk to me more about what your, your, your core values and your principles are? And we'll, we'll go from there. This guy started off with a banger, bro. I don't know one's ever asked us that. I'm telling you, man. I'm, co I'm coming at you right, um, guys. It's actually interesting that you say that because the other day, I think two days ago, me and Muhammad, uh, we met up, right? And uh, for people who don't know, we're going to start being, hopefully, we will be doing some cool events. But basically, we were working on a formula that basically encapsulates what Waze is. And I made it and I sent it to Mo. And I'll, I guess I'll share it with you <laughs> for now. And to my audience. Right. And to the audience. And to the audience as well. <laughs> but it's pretty funny so basically, the first question. Yeah, because we legit worked on it. So as you see, I'm not sure if you can see this. Oh, you can't. No, I see I'll, it. I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you a picture. But, I got yeah, you, I got you. Basically, uh, so I made a formula which I think identified how me and Muhammad worked and how Waze started. So okay. they were, we start off with what's, what's our purpose with Waze? to elevate, change a whole generation sound and, and allow us to speak to kids and youth. And when we mean youth, even youth, we mean all different types of ages because obviously everybody feels young at a certain age. Because with Waze, we're hitting every single demographic. Then it's like I changed, then we have the A, which stands for attitude and anticipating roadblocks. So a lot of, when we first started back in 2018, our attitude was there, but it wasn't acted upon on our work. I think Mohammed can agree with this. And then anticipating roadblocks, I don't think we, maybe for some of us lack of experience or whatever, not all of us were on the same page, anticipating roadblocks, how we could deal with it. We never really went to see, that's just my point of view. Mohammed can speak for himself. Then you obviously have uh, why you versus you. So for us, the biggest thing that worked for us is we never looked at our competitors. Where I was like, we knew it was a problem amongst us and we knew that mm -hmm. was the problem, right? Then you obviously have S, which is uh, we started our dream back in 2018. It was we learned a yep. lot of stuff within almost four years, and then the thing that we learned the most is consistency and discipline, which I believe now, because mm -hmm. obviously you would always ask us behind the scenes, you're like, yo, you guys, you guys suck at being consistent. You guys are not disciplined. You guys are not this. Obviously, a lot of people are hearing, 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 but what people didn't know is there was a lot of uh, miscommunication amongst the team, is why things weren't set out the way they should have been four years ago. Mohammed, can you speak more to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so beautiful question number one. And the fact that, yeah, the Waze identity was already like kind of known by everyone, but it wasn't defined. So the funny thing is we finally met two days ago. And like Osama said, we had to define it because we want to make sure Waze going forward is clearly identified for those who don't know us. Because obviously we're growing and a lot of people don't know who we are. And... Uh, we thought of different ways. We thought of the ways formula and that acronym is what Osama said. And I think just to expound on it overall, it's just like everything in the beginning, those first uh, four letters clearly uh, known, the C and the uh, D, the consistency and the discipline was pretty much the breaking point because uh, throughout the first three years of ways, it was just highs and lows, highs and lows, highs and lows. And like Osama said, from the outside, it might be like, what are you guys doing? You're not as serious. You guys don't value mm -hmm. enough and all. And it was just 
and the thing is, we're not saying that everyone's wrong, because at the end of the day, you are the viewers, you are the consumption of our brand. But obviously, at the end of the day, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And regardless, mm-hmm. it's upon the creators to fix it, because you can either let uh-huh. the voice, the rumblings get louder, or you just dead it, right? Cut the snake off from its head. So Osama's like, you know what? We just got to figure out how to do this regardless, because we're all getting yeah. annoyed, right? It's becoming frustrating. And... Uh, it was literally just like you know what everything's that everything that we don't have what we do have let's just use it to our advantage and that was exactly. the pursuit of just restarting the podcast and that's what we called the waste 2.0 and then once we started on spotify it was just a breath of fresh air man because yeah before that i know sama said like he felt like as if um if anyone remember call of duty modern warfare 2 remember that map the uh the one the, like in the the field like the like the, just the smoke and just the grayness it just yeah, felt yeah. like that you just like felt like you're just traveling by yourself and you're just so tired and it's just so uh, excruciating as far as just the and pain and the experience it wasn't as fun anymore right and we had to learn mm-hmm. how to break through that yes or mm-hmm. something no i was gonna add on to his point uh because we surf we surf the way ways had three different stages Obviously, you just said right now, our account's called The Waste Podcast, which we'll probably get into further. Maybe you have a question related to that. When I first started, when we, mm-hmm. when, when me and Muhammad first started this journey back in May 29, 2020, the revamped stage of Waze was a whole learning stage. If you go back, a lot of people don't know this. It's not like me. It's at that point, we had no uh, structure of what we were doing because we haven't recorded in so long. So if you go back, me and Muhammad spoke about this. We didn't find our voices until episode 11 and episode 12. And that's, ironically enough, the episode was called What Makes You Who You Are. So within 11 to 12 episodes, what we was like, yo, we found our voice. At that time, me and Muhammad, we weren't even using video. We were using Anchor, which basically, you don't even know. So you had, we had to assume. And me and we, got, we found a formula. We knew when to assume when someone's finishing and when someone is not finishing. Which is hard when someone's living in a whole different house. Right? Mm-hmm. And obviously... Um, that formula is that you, that we're talking about now is really important and contingent to us because everything you see that's working for us is just is just the, the work that we put in. Mm-hmm. So the formula, like, uh, just to elaborate more on that, like, what are if let's just say like someone who's heard about you guys for the first time and he hears about he hears about this formula, yeah, and like what would be like the key important uh points about that formula that you would highlight number number one thing is your purpose a lot of people dude i'll I'll, I'll be honest again me and mahal were talking about when we're we're working on something important for like next year um Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is your purpose like for example if i ask you bossy what's your purpose in life right a lot of people it might throw them off it might say, oh, well, I'm supposed to work a nine to five or I'm, no, what's your purpose? Like, what are you meant to do that takes you less effort mm. that, you know, you could do it as good as other people, as better than other people. Sorry. Your purpose is something that you have a gift that you should be showing to the world. Whether that may be working at mm-hmm. Microsoft, fixing computers and finding different and whatever it might be. I don't, I don't know. I'm no, I ain't no engineer, uh-huh. but I can tell you my purpose is. Is more than one, and you can have more than one purpose, mind you. It doesn't have to be one purpose. It can be multiple purposes. A lot of people are so good at so many different things that they're like, I'm not going to limit myself. And the beautiful thing is you cannot limit yourself with the formula. With Waze, when we first started off, and people go back, I remember, it's, this is actually on a podcast conversation I had with Muhammad. I'm not sure what episode number, but if you guys go back, 
listen to them, you'll find it. He was saying a story where I told him almost a couple years ago. I'm like, yo, while we have our first episode, while we had like the first unofficial episode we had on YouTube was called Social Media. That was when Waze was called. Uh-huh. Our name was our name was taken. And I remember I said, yo, we, I was talking to the team. I'm like, we have to upload other videos to keep the consistency going. Because I'm like, for our first yes. video to get the, for the first video to do as damage as it did, I'm shocked. I'm like, bro, like, I wasn't even expecting that, mind you. Because I'm just being humble. Mm-hmm. I remember the whole team disagreed. So that goes back to consistency and discipline, right? It's like both of you having that same vision, both of you having that same purpose if you're on a team to allow that form to to get a positive number, not an equal, not a, not a negative number, to put it in math terms. Mm-hmm. Mohammed, you want to add something to that, or you good? Ah, uh, yeah. So, like Osama said, uh, the purpose—that's number one thing. I would say on the back end, like the, literally the last step is the discipline, because regardless, what do you, whatever you want to do in life, it doesn't matter if it's just a small, medium, or large thing. If you do not have that discipline you will not get there as easy as you want to because someone could teach you. Obviously, someone could sit you down, tell you what to do, and then obviously you can follow those footsteps. But once that person leaves or once turmoil comes into your life, hardships, confusion, a misstep, an obstacle, what do you do? If you're not able to sit yourself and have that groundwork, those principles, and you're not able to formulate it in a way that makes you work and whatever's going on, guess what? You end up quitting, you give up, and you just become more bitter as far as uh, what you think life really is. And also you have a negative perception of those who actually go about what they want to do in life because it didn't work for you. So like Osama said, purpose is the beginning, the discipline is the end factor, or maybe the middle. But at the end of the day, you have to start to work on it, cultivate it. It doesn't happen overnight, obviously, but you got to put in that work. You got to have that grind. Like people don't know, Abbasi, he grinds more than anyone. His discipline is intact. You cannot take it away I, from him. I wouldn't say that about so, myself. But regardless, but regardless, <laughs> if you meet him, you'll know that you cannot sway him for what he wants to do. Like It's already defined who you are and how you're going to do things. So therefore, that discipline, you can apply it to anything. Like we just said, like this ways formula, you can apply it to anything. And But if you do not have that, because obviously there's a backstory to who you are and how you're able to uh, develop that discipline over a period of time. If people don't have that, as some of we, as some of us already know, at the age of twenty-five and thirty, it is really hard to start your life when you already have bad habits, a bad attitude, a bad mentality of how the world works and how you work as far as yourself in society. So, I think overall, the waste formula hasn't been put out to the universe. Obviously, when it does, and as we show it and cultivate it, you will see the results not only in ourselves but in the individuals that apply it. So, I'm really excited for. 2022 yes, mm, nice nice because it seems it seems like um when, when i hear this piece of information about ways formula which is good i mean which is very convincing uh number one um because i i know you guys right on a personal level uh and this and the improvements that i've seen over the years um it's very impressive and it will continue to impress me if you continue to go that way or that route uh-huh. Uh, just me, it seems, um, it sounds like, uh, just another word for, you guys know this, Mamba mentality? Am I correct on that? For, for those people who, uh, who watch basketball, uh, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, basically, that's exactly what I'll, these guys are talking about, right? Discipline and having a sense of purpose, right? I'll, so I'll even just, in, yeah. in, even in the face of hardship, um, you need to have that, you know, discipline 
and a purpose, right? Because that's what's going to keep you uh, going in that process, right? Now, speaking yeah. of roadblocks and mishaps, can you talk to me more about what ways, um, what hardships ways has gone through uh, since the beginning? Uh, how, long, its... how, how long do we have? Uh, give me a quick summary, man. I don't know. 10 minutes. Look, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm going to give you a quick summary. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give, oh, uh, to make it short and simple, short and I'm going yeah. to give you one roadblock. I'll, give, I'll let Muhammad give you one roadblock. That's good. That's even better. Uh, one roadblock we just really touched on was that the consistency and the discipline was really, yeah. that was the biggest thing for us. There's probably many more. Mm-hmm. Um, the consistency and discipline because, I'll give an example. We, as a team, thought we were here. When our product was here. Which mm-hmm. is fine to think you're here. That's amazing to think that you're here. But when you're not allowing your product to rise with you, that's the problem. And I think our consistent, like we would, we would sit in Tim Hortons when we have a team meetings. We would have our, our old videographer with us on the phone, have these meetings. And I, I kind of get irritated. And I remember Mohammed said this to me, he's like, yo, he's like, there's nicer ways of saying things to certain people. He's like, you're right. But there's, nicer ways of saying, there's nicer way of saying things to certain people. I'm like, I'm not, I'm getting tired and sick. I'm like, we keep having the same similar conversations and look, it seems like we're going to enter another lockdown, right? Perfect for me because it allows people to hear our product. Mm. And and this consistency, this, I see it now. To say we have 90 episodes as of today, because I'm going to drop this one today. To say we have 90 episodes. To say we started 2020, that takes discipline. And by the way, people who don't remember, we used to record three times a week back in 2020. People used to complain. People used to complain that we were, we weren't dropping anything. I remember I told Muhammad, I'm like, it's gonna take a lot of work, but let's do it three times. When we got comfortable with three, we made it two. When we got comfortable with two, we made it one. So why did why did you go from three to one? Because I knew if we just did one at the beginning, we were gonna get lazy. So I had to tell. We had to push ourselves like, yo, we're gonna put three a day. Mm-hmm. I think around so, uh, end of summer. Of like around July 2020, August 2020, I told them, let's do two a day. Two a day probably, mm-hmm. uh, two a week, sorry. Two a week probably lasted maybe a couple of weeks. And then at that point, we were like around episode 30, episode 40. I'm like, look, one, episode 30, 25, so around that time. And I'm like, let's mm-hmm. just do episode one. Because at that point, you know you have to record. But can yeah. I go back to three episodes? That's a lot of work. It's just in the beginning, it just gets you that in that momentum. It's like a basketball player. Kobe Bryant said this, speaking about my own mentality. He, mm-hmm. he said when he was in high school, there was different training of playing basketball. University, different training. But going on to the big leagues, there's different conditioning. So I had to condition my brain to go from three episodes to one to allow myself. like, now I can never, there's no reason to skip an episode. If I used uh-huh. to do three, no problem. I could do one easily. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mohammed? Uh, as far as a roadblock <laughs> for ways, I would just think, yeah, I think it was that downtime. Uh it was around, yeah, it was 2019, and it was before, actually, no, a beautiful roadblock, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful roadblock. I would actually say it's the first unofficial, unofficial video uh, that recorded for social media. They didn't come out, and obviously no one had seen this video, but the point is, like, you know, someone talked about the three episodes per week, so people might think, like, the discipline started from there, but people don't know that we used to record for hours every single day. <laughs> 
in the summer. Like all actually throughout the whole year in like twenty eighteen and beginning to twenty nineteen. It's just that it wasn't on video. We didn't put it out. So we're already able to like so once Osama said like let's just do three episodes a week, we're able to tap into it. It's not very hard, right? But mm-hmm. once again, like during that time we recorded so much, we practiced so much, just trying to evolve the style, different conversations and just trying to figure out the layers and how deep this thing could go, really, obviously, right? But it wasn't put out into the world. And when it was time to release the first video, we had so much anticipation, once again. And we planned it so well, so eloquent, as far as the locations, the setup, the shots, the outfits. Like, we had it down packed. And on the day of, everything that you think that could go wrong went wrong. And it was such a beautiful learning lesson. Regardless, it actually was a lesson in life. Like, no matter how much you prepare for something, if it turns out to be the other... You just have to accept it. There's nothing that you could do to turn the events. And I think about that day because we were so prepared in every single way. Mm. It started from the weather. Who am I going to question? God? <laughs> like, <laughs> who am I going to question? God? Like, I, and to the location was perfect. But because of the location of the weather and where we were, it just destroyed the sound, number one. So we're not even audible. You can see us visually, but audible-wise, it's done. And number two, even the visual effect too, the fact that we waited hours upon hours, by the time we were able to record, we were so cold. So I threw out our speaking, oh, you're talking about the, the momentum, first time. like just that, that formula, that consistent, that, that flow that we have, it wasn't mm. there. It was the first time I could ever say this, and probably like the only time that I had to repeat my points, which was frustrating yeah. to me as we're recording because you're just so cold, you're freezing, snot's coming everyone's nose and stuff, and like there's no tissue. It was just incredible. You f- you forgot one thing. One th- what? That day, I left that I left the set that and, day. Well, I was gonna get to that, and also like another, like you can't prepare. So as we're recording, literally Osama just walks out. We had like ten minutes left. We knew at this point, like the cool thing is the synchronicities. We just knew in our heads like we have about like ten minutes. As we're recording, Osama just leaves. And we're like, what the heck? So we just kept recording. But at this point, I just knew it wasn't coming out and stuff, right? And um, that was a big, big experience for us. It was really, I wouldn't say traumatizing, but it was just like, man. Like, imagine, like, being in game seven. Literally, imagine, uh, what's a good example? No, hold on, no, no. I think what he's trying to say, I think what you're, imagine you were down, imagine you were down three games. You go to game seven. Just to like to get destroyed brutally. Bro. No, I would say literally like that 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 day was literally like as if we were the Sixers, and everything that could go wrong was the quiet shot. Like just that was it. Like yeah, we had it done. Like we were going to win the game, and then out of nowhere, like this this after effect just came out of nowhere and just destroyed our whole plan. And it was tough because bro, think about it. We mm. recorded that like October twenty sixth or twenty seventh. The first yeah. unofficial episode on YouTube didn't come out until uh, January January of uh, 2020. And 2019. 2019. And think about it. That's months. That's months of just trying to recover, get that confidence, try to figure out how to do this consistently on a daily basis, you know? So that's that's what uh-huh. it is. That's a big roadblock. Mm-hmm. And so now with your podcast, um, it's not just you two. It's like you, you bringing guests into your uh-huh. podcast, you know, yeah. to... Uh, to talk about their experience and Uh work that they're doing so do you guys have any like sort of criteria uh of or yeah do you have any criteria of 
like your guest selecting like okay i'm gonna select this guest because um, he has this 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 she has this 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 or do you have no criteria in selecting uh, your guests it, this... it kind of it kind of goes back to that ways formula like I, I like i don't care what you do personally speaking it just mm -hmm. has to it just i just have to mess with you as a person you have to be easy to talk to i'll give you one good example uh when we spoke to hanny who was a He's a, like an upcoming musician. I'm not sure that's what he wants to pursue as of now. But when we brought him on, he had a song for Palestine. And it was around the time of Palestine. Like, he made a, a couple songs. One of them was Rebirth. Shout out to him. And, and um, I remember just having that conversation with him was, was too easy to... was really easy to connect with him, right? You have people like Claudia, episode 58, where we were talking about mental health. And I remember when I met her off a of clubhouse, I'm like, yo... I asked her, I'm like, she had amazing points. So it's those conversations you have with certain people is what mm -hmm. allows me to say, I'm bringing you. Now you have bigger guests like Sal Houdini, who has over 100,000 listeners. He recently is getting million streams on Spotify. Shout out to him, you know, amazing guy. Our last guest, Amr Zahir, you know, author, writer, Palestinian, uh, Palestinian advocate. Let's get kind of goes on. We don't really limit to what we want to speak about. It is, I have to relate to it and I have to mess with the other person. Okay. Uh, Mohammed? Mm, sounds like he hey welcome back where'd you go yeah i'm still here uh he's <laughs> always here bro the question the question the question was this he asked us uh are, do we have a criteria criteria of picking guests and i, I just to rephrase what i just said so you won't like uh, i guess <laughs> reiterate what i just said basically i just said no we don't have a criteria we just have to like the people that we speak about i mentioned names like amr zahir sahudini claudia and uh, hani how me and Muhammad just like having conversations with people. If we know we're able to connect, and I'll say one thing, there's a lot of guests mm -hmm. who have who have built on us. Mm -hmm. And not for whatever personal reason that might be, that's fine. That's, I don't really care, couldn't care less. But if we, if you can captivate me more than, you know that 10 second elevator speech? Oh yeah. You have us locked in. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's no criteria. Um, especially in the beginning, obviously, because the goal is just to, have people on the podcast to just get it out there so we had you and our other friends and people that we knew locally and stuff and then once they started mm -hmm. growing and once you're able to get that attraction that reach and obviously people accepted who we were once again you're able to get a bigger audience as far as guests coming in and that was that was surprising obviously to us and that's just putting in the work so whatever comes with it you just t you don't take it for granted and that's a rewarding process so as of now, there is no criteria, to be honest. And yeah, like Osama said, if we know that the person is genuine, has something that's, know their purpose, able to offer us something, and especially the audience as well, it just only adds on to the credibility of Waze. Because at the end of the day, Waze is a podcast. We want it to be a credible podcast. We don't want, it, we don't want it to be a podcast taken as a joke lightly, uh, knowing mm -hmm. that it doesn't offer anything. We have something to offer. And we're yeah. able to exhibit that within the 45 to an hour time that we spend with the guests or even amongst ourselves. Yeah. And if the guest doesn't live up to those ways standards, then obviously it's not meant to be. But most of the time, everyone's able to knock it out yeah. the park. And I'm very happy with that. I want to so shout out. Yeah. yeah, go on. Oh, go sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shout yeah. out. You I, was shout gonna, out? I was going to shout out to one person. Uh, Benny uh, went over my expectations. I know Mo can agree with that. But yeah, what was your question? So my question was, you guys just mentioned um, credibility. Uh, mm -hmm. What makes you guys like credible? Like, could you talk to me, explain to me more of what that but is? Look, and... that's 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 subjective to me. That oh, I would have okay. to I would have to ask you that. 
what makes us credible in your eyes opposed to uh, someone else, right? So for example, for example, Muhammad can agree with this, right? Muhammad's here, he can, he can add on. Being subject, for you to ask me what makes me credible, that's just, I'm just being biased at that point. Because yeah. they're like, it's like almost saying, like, I work for Google, oh, Google's the best, but then there's Apple, Samsung, and all these other, like, platforms out there, right? But if I ask you, Abbasi, I'm like, what does, what, in your eyes, these past four years, what do you think has made us credible today? That's a question you have to answer. I'm gonna leave it to the fans. Like, what do the fans think? We're in almost 40 countries, right? There's people who don't speak our language who are listening to us. To name a few countries, like we're in Sri Lanka, we're in Pakistan, we're in Germany, we're in some parts of the Middle East and parts of other, in Europe. So there are people who are in Europe who don't speak English, but they're listening. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah, I think to uh, build on Osama's point, like when it comes to credibility, like I just said before, it's uh, in the beginning of your podcast, you're new. So no one knows who you yeah. are and what you have to offer really upon you whether it's one host or two hosts or a group of people to set the standards and the criteria as to what you're about to offer how you can help those and obviously whatever type of podcast you are if you want to love it for who you are so if you're a podcast that's focused on jokes and comedy style or a podcast focused on history you're credible because you're able to prove your success and the measures over a period of time having guests obviously changing up the concepts and conversational style as the time evolved right mm-hmm. Waze is a really broad uh, podcast as far as what it's able to offer. And mm-hmm. for us, like I said about the credibility through what we're able to do over a period of time. Individual-wise, it's just like, hey, like Osama said, you like us for a reason. Thank God. And as we go along, we want to get better. We want to curate ourselves to make it more enhanced as far as the feeling, the vision, the ambition. And I guess for us, it's just like I can't say I'm credible but I am credible at the end of the day because, like, we have a voice and we have a power yeah. with the voice. And knowing that, it's like the influence is there. So we obviously influence the minds for the better or for the worse. So with that understanding and that acknowledgement, I have to make sure that with the credibility, I'm growing. So therefore, I can offer greater insight, learning, asking better questions, and just gaining perspectives from the guest. And overall, just using the observations that I have as far as my uh collections of memory and also my insight as to regards society to make sure we're able to shape the conversation <coughs> evolve yeah, ways exactly. the ways it needs to be in the podcast and also outside of the podcast mm-hmm. and i think if and you do that we get better yeah. and to add on to your point just a small point uh if there's one thing i can give you to the fans that makes us credible when you have people on our podcast that say they want to come back or that um, Amr Zahar, our last big guest, who's verified on IG. Shout out to him, right? He's uh, and I posted on my story. He was like, shout out to he was his words verbatim were like, shout out to you guys for putting for doing what you're doing, advocating, putting the culture out there, etc. Right? Who told him to say that? He said it on his own. Yeah, people like Amira, amazing musician, who said who, when Mo asked her one question, which she's never been asked before, she was like. Yo, I've never been asked that. And then she, in the end, she's like, when we come back, or I think midway, she was like, when I come back for the second time, we could talk about something else. Like, you're, the podcast is living in a real, it's almost like our version of a metaverse. Because I am living reality. Like, things I say could be, could be, could either I have to, like, deal with it, or it's my own version of being who I am. Like, now the metaverse is like, you could live a fake life on the metaverse and, like, 
never have that never have to live in reality. Podcast mm-hmm. is reality, but it's our version of our metaverse to express how we feel on a different platform. Dope. So my next question would be, what would your one word descriptions be about each other as a team and as about as my one word description man. about Mo? So your one word description about Mo and vice versa and as ways as a brand. I got you. I got you. And explain. Please. Um, easy, bro. If you don't know Muhammad, I'm, I'm not going to speak about Mo for now. I'm going to speak about Muhammad, the individual who I'm looking at right there, Muhammad Al-Hassan. When I first started four years ago, I learned so much from this human being, right? Muhammad's like as cool as he is. He can be funny, he's smart, he's driven. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's not someone you can easily change his mind. Like he's like when he wants to do something, he does it. I can honestly say this guy Basketball pushes you. Basketball legend. <laughs> Listen, bro. If you ask me, no. But uh, <laughs> but if you if you he's one guy who pushes you. What I love about Mo is like it's like when you're having a competitive sport as uh, I don't know, like when you're, boxing, right? Boxing. If he's your yeah. if he's your sparring partner, he's like get up, get up, get up. Like he's that guy who you want to be around. I have a lot of friends who are who I know will achieve good stuff, but they're not people who I want to be around because they don't push you. They don't have that extra like mm, it's like yo bro get up yeah. but Mohammed does do that he does push you even days and ways like when we, when we were talking to our old videographer in our <clears throat> in our old team he was that guy that guy like he said one and I'll use one example there was one time some other group was doing some next YouTube channel and that and this is before he was going to watch Chicago in 2018 I believe and he said, he has, yo, guys are falling behind, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And I got cheese. I'm like, don't you ever compare me. But he wanted that answer to see, like, yo, if you got angry that mad, then why are we wasting our time, right? So you want that person to push you. To, to basically answer your second question, how do I say ways as a team now? Bro, it's unbreakable. You cannot break us. If, like, we're a tag team in WWE, bro, we're the rock and stone cold. You are not knocking us down, bro. We're going to put you through stutters and rock bottoms. It really, all I'm going to say is get ready for 2022. Mohammed, I when I think of a com- when I think of direction, obviously it's just a path, <coughs> and you go in either way. And obviously, as society has evolved and as time has changed for the better, we've had different things. We had a compass for the longest time, so people resorted on compass to find out where to go, how to get there, and the best of ways. And obviously, as time evolved, you have GPS and all these different technological advancements that we use today. And when I think about Osama, he's a compass, the ultimate compass. And what I mean by that, you'd be a fool. Once again, let me remind everyone. Like, when I think of Osama, he's a compass. The ultimate compass. You'd be a fool to question his sense of direction. Because his sense of direction is... I can't say it's right, because obviously no one's right all the time. But it is near perfect. And if it's near perfect, then it's right for me. And if it's not right for me, then I know it's right for the next person. And when I think of Osama as a compass... What I mean by that, once again, is he knows the direction, where to take things, where he needs to go, and how to get there. The best of ways, the right ways, and ways that's not harmful, that's not going to inflict pain, <coughs> mental or physical, but that is necessary in order to achieve what? A goal. Because at the end of the day, whatever goal we're dealing with, it's not small. Yet you set small goals, but obviously you have a big goal you want to achieve once you tackle that down. How do you achieve the next big goal? And Osama knows more than anyone how to get there. He knows. So me knowing this guy for how long, 
and obviously the evolution because of the period of time we didn't speak but what i know and what i've been seeing for the past almost four years is that this guy is the ultimate compass and that is incredible because literally his heart knows which way to go and his mind is literally figuring out the frameworks to let everyone behind him know on how to lead and when you have that when you see someone with that mm-hmm. what more do you need in life all you need to do is literally just listen wait and just grow along the person and once again like i said before osama to me is the ultimate compass you'd be a fool to go against his sense of direction and when i think of ways it is literally a breath of fresh air it continues to be and it's just a an environment that is just amazing for everyone the cool thing about ways is just like it's a cool environment it's just chill it's relaxing and um you feel like as if you're at home whether you're in your mind whatever peaceful place you have whether it's a <coughs> basketball court whether it's the beach wherever like you're just there when you're with us and obviously that hasn't been uh, materialized as far as like mm-hmm. a studio and stuff but the fact that we able to do that online through zoom is insane so imagine what we're able to do once we manifest that into a reality as far as a studio setting and different places to actually conduct yeah. in-person interviews with people imagine how crazy and how um, like how powerful these conversations would be so that's credit to him myself obviously everyone else that listens and just the work that we put in just to make sure that this brand uh, is uh suited yeah yeah 100 i agree with everything he muhammad just said mm, uh, osama you looked like you had something to say was was that no 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 no, no. just okay just agreed oh, okay uh so before i ask the next question is you wanted to remind our listeners uh, to go follow you guys on uh, Ways the Ways Podcast at the Ways Podcast. Uh, you can follow Kusa at uh, Kusa three hundred and Mohammed Al Hassan at Mohammed Global. That is Mohammed Global for Mohammed Osama Kusa three hundred and the Ways Podcast at the Ways Podcast. Uh, okay, uh, next question. Uh, if you were to write letters to the three most influential people in your life, who would they be to and what would the letters say? Or you could just, uh, like, two letters. That's a good, good Not question. <laughs> well, Mohammed, I'll, I'll start off with you. Okay, uh, I guess to make it easier, let's say outside of family, I guess to make it easy because obviously, like, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Amazing, amazing question. Dead or alive? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so three people throughout history, and what would the letter say? And and the cool thing about these kind of questions is like my answer always changes, which is good. Uh, before yeah. before when I was younger, I'm like my answer's gonna remain these three people, whatever. But it changes. I think as of now, like. The first person I would send the letter to is hmm, Malcolm X. Yeah, I would send a letter to Malcolm X. <laughs> the fact that I'm able to send a letter to Malcolm X means a lot, obviously. And anyone that knows about my love for him, if you listen to the episodes when we talked about him, myself, Osama included, you'll know how we feel for him, right? And what he's been able to do for society overall. Um what would the letter contain? I think for me, to be honest, I wouldn't send a letter to Malcolm X be like, oh, like you're such a big inspiration, yada, yada, yada. No. Just like ways, I'm going to send him a letter literally containing like 10 to 20 questions that's going to throw him off. 
It's going to throw him off to the point where he's going to, like, respond, send a letter back in, like, five to ten pages, which makes sense. Like, 19... It's the 60s, right? So I want him to send me a letter, like, that's, like, five to ten pages long. So I'm going to ask him ten to twenty questions, mind-blowing questions, that's going to make him have to meet with me so we can start that bond, that friendship, and just that, you know, that student-teacher relationship. Um, the second person I want to send a letter to... I want to say Michael Jackson, but to be honest, at this point, it's like, um, Michael Jackson, you say? Yeah, but you know what? Like, I think, yeah, to be honest, and I think, let me preface this. Yeah. The the evolution of who I am, when I was the first half of my life, I wanted to know Michael Jackson to know why he was able to become the most, I don't know, iconic figure in the world and the most famous person on earth and how to have that, how was he able to attain that amount of fame? Because I saw that as a, beautiful thing so that's what i wanted to learn for the first like i don't know 16 to 18 years of my life now that i'm 26 Mm -hmm. and knowing what i want to know and knowing how i want to live my life i'll definitely send a letter to michael jackson asking Mm -hmm. him the dangers and the parameters and the feelings that comes with that because at the end of the day now that i'm older i don't see that as a beautiful thing i don't see it as a positive thing and obviously if you see his life and how it ended in those last years of just being scrutinized by the media. And <laughs> it was insane, right? So I would actually ask him the letter, is there any, the beauty, the thing that you wanted the most, as far as becoming the most famous person on earth, and everything that came with it, was it worth it? Was it really worth it? And if there's any way to live a life of peace that you had before you became who you were, as far as the world's greatest entertainer, what would you be able to do? Are you, are you able to attain it? Are you able to change it? So I want to know that perspective from him because I think for him, as he got older, he realized that everything he did wasn't worth it because the fact that you're able to become the most iconic figure and to live the last 20-so-odd years of your life in ruins and isolation, social distance before anyone else knew what it was and wearing a mask before anyone knew what it was, it's very mm-hmm. sad. And I think I would want to know that so I could protect myself if ways grows as a podcast, as we grow as individuals, so just to know how to live life, you know? And the third person, obviously, be the prophet. Uh, peace be upon him, for sure. Um, to send a letter to the prophet, what would contain is, <laughs> I think, yeah, pretty much, what do I need to do to be the best Muslim person to my family, society, Islam? That's it, like, and whatever he says, just stick to it. If you're getting a letter from the prophet peace be upon him then what else do you need in life obviously right so whatever he says is the golden and remember he's going to give you advice that's obviously general for everyone but also that's kind of exclusive for you as well because everything he told his companions was really for them because who they are as far as people but at the end of the day he knew that that advice would uh also benefit millions of people who also had those similar attributes and traits and characteristics as well right so to know what mm-hmm. he would say for me specifically would be special, you know? So I think those three people for sure. Osama? You know, what's funny is like, as you get older, um, I think you stop looking up to people, but people still do have an influence on you, you know? And I could definitely say one of them is The Rock, like for multiple reasons, entrepreneurial, his business mindset, obviously, the gym, like he has a concept saying hard, hardest work in the room. That was that's gonna go for like number three, 
Number two, and I guess my letter to him would just be is like, um, I just want to know more about his mindset because like if you read about his story, like he went through depression, he wanted to go into football and that never worked out. So how he was able to manage those, going back to that waste formula, anticipating those roadblocks, like what he had to do to get to, to, get to where he is right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Next, obviously, I've said it multiple times, like Muhammad Ali. Never got to see him box. Never got to see him... Uh, like, we obviously, be, we, knew, we knew him as an older age, but I think what he did outside of boxing is what captivated me. Again, thing is, what people don't understand is, like, what me and Mo, me, we want weight. It's, what we do outside of weight is bigger than what weighs itself. Yeah. Because Muhammad Ali was known for boxing, but he was really known for the community. Like, for him to <clears throat> give away his belt and go to jail, name one boxer that's going to do that today. Name one fighter that's going to do that today. Oh, yeah, none. And people, Mike Tyson cries for the fact that he gave the most prestigious belt up. So young black men and young immigrant men don't have to go to a war that they're against. He had that mindset years ago. Right? That's why he's one of like, he'll always be my good graces, you know? May Allah like grant him like the highest paradise. Hmm. And... um <clears throat> The last one is me. I would write a letter to myself in the future, asking myself about the journey. And would you ever go and change anything back? Or are you content with how everything turned out? Because to me, I know I'm a grateful person right now, full of gratitude, which is really important, mind you. And I think that my future self, I need to know if, if I were to know, like, is he grateful? Because I don't want to, I don't want to meet, like, there's a lot of people who become successful and are ungrateful pieces of crap, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I would talk to my future self, wherever that person is, who's attained all that amount of success and ask that quote is like, things that did not work out for you, would you want to go back and make it work out or are you content the way it is? So I think I would mm-hmm. put myself at first place. Wow, that's some that's some interesting answer there, Osama. Um, it is... I I was hearing uh I I was listening to one of you guys' uh, episode. I think it was Lean who said who had a similar answer about herself. Oh, yeah. She's like um I remember that cuz like um, oh my god that... cuz it was the, it was the answer. I was like what she actually said that like oh it's going to be oh you, I think you asked who do you look up to and then she said oh me in 10 years. I think Muhammad I think Muhammad asked yeah, her uh, I was insane. Who yeah, yeah. She he asked her like who do you look up to, right? And then she's yeah. and then she just said honestly, myself in ten years. I think that is, was I, I don't know if that was the first like jaw dropping moment that I had of like a guest in ways, but that was easily like the first yeah. three I remember. But I think yeah. I, I think that, that was, was maybe was one of the one of the first drop well, she was the second guest, I believe. So, Second guess, right? Yeah, I think it was after yeah. Asil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asil, yeah, yeah. after Asil. So, um, five, yeah. I think that was, I think that you could say that was the first jaw jaw dropping moment. Hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Well, shout out to both of them. Um, and uh, last question before uh, we wrap things up. Um, what would be what like one advice each of you guys uh, to the upcoming generation about anything and using ways to explain your uh, advice Osama. um sometimes things happen when they don't are the best things that never happen i'm gonna tell you why mm-hmm. tell me. a lot a lot of the times and i hope everybody's listening a lot of the times we want things to happen for us at a certain moment 
and they don't, but it's probably the best thing that's ever happened. Whether it's within relationships, whether it's within a girl you like or the car you wanted or the job you wanted. And you're like, oh, why should it have happened? But people never think of why it could have been bad for you. Things for ways never worked out four years ago. For whatever reason, never worked out four years ago. But they're working out now. Mm-hmm. Right? And that quote, sometimes things never happen when they don't, are the best things that never happen, stick with me. And I think that I'm not scared that people will never be successful. I know you as well, everybody will be successful. I'm scared people are going are, are, are to be scared to fail. And you need to fail. I think that was the biggest problem with our team is like, we just want to avoid failure, but you don't learn without failing. I think my advice to anybody who's listening and to, if you're specifically younger than us is uh, mm. just fail. Who cares? Fail to me stands for first attempt and learning and not this literal term of first attempt. No, like, did you know, like, I remember I was like, they were teaching us in school that uh, it took Thomas Edison a thousand times to create the light bulb. And the, the thousandth one time was the light bulb. So, mm-hmm. Just things like that. It's like things are not going to always work at that. Nothing works right away. Literally impossible. Unless you're like some next magician, but it does not work right away. So work, follow this waste formula. What's your purpose? Anticipate roadblocks. Have a great attitude. It's always you versus you. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Hmm. And then go ahead and start your dreams and desires. Muhammad? Man, what I would tell the next generation is, how do I say this politely? Just shut up. <laughs> um, the goal with the goal with the goal with every generation is to obviously get better and to learn from the yeah. previous generation and to grow. And the one thing I've been seeing from every generation is, it's just like we do not want to learn from the previous generation. And I don't know if that's a communication issue. I don't know if that's just a respect issue. But regardless. If, if someone who is young has these qualities, if you're able to learn, number one, you have the desire to learn anything. Applies the waste formula. If you're able to learn, that's amazing. If you're able to listen, listen, effectively listen. Listen to what is good, how you can apply it. Listen to what is bad so you know not to do it. Amazing. And also the respect factor. The fact that you're young, people are not going to give you the respect that you deserve or that you're entitled to, maybe because of your age, how you grew up, and just what you're associated with. And that just comes with being young. But as you put in the work, guess what? You get the respect from the elders. As you put in the work, you get the respect from the elders. As you ask more questions, you get more respect from the elders. As you listen, you get more respect from the elders. And guess what? That unlocks that unlocks gems. That unlocks gems, jewels, and the form of wisdom knowledge and different things that you could apply understand so guess what you can just grow and i just think that this generation wars that we always see is very frustrating because back then that was not the case when we think about islam like the golden age those three generations why did it work so well because they literally knew that the previous generation were great for what they did and all they want to do is give everything that they learned because you guys need to take it and keep the world in the place that is safe from any attacks that might harm this obviously beautiful religion so when you see that when you learn about the relationships between those three generations and what the people came out of and those great scholars and men and women it's just like why can't we do the same thing what went wrong and when you realize that it just became like my way versus your way old head versus young head like it's just 
it's just it's just sad because at the end of the day if we could just come together despite preferences because you're gonna have preferences obviously your generation that are attached to this and your generation that's attached to that so mm-hmm. if my parents grew up in a generation where they wrote letters as opposed to us that we text obviously through sms and whatever like within sec matter of seconds there's certain things you're not going to relate to but at the end of the day it's the same function it serves the same purpose you're trying to reach out to someone it's just that we happen to do it faster doesn't mean that they're more uh slow or more stupid um the funny thing is they actually learn better because they're able to write more by paper and stuff right and we use it by computer and we don't really focus on the retention as far as the learning but that's just a whole debacle but the point is learn from each other learn from each other i think if the upcoming generation wants to be successful obviously we are we have different things at our hands with technology and different apps they're able to give us the platforms to grow but you only grow to a certain extent if you do not know the mistakes and pitfalls that the other generation went through and also the successes that they went through as well and if you do that guess what the chain becomes more powerful it becomes unbreakable and you're literally creating a society that's more utopian instead of dystopian. That's pretty mm. much it. Because these leaders, whether you like them or not, all these leaders that rule countries, whether they're dictators or just liars, none of them could rule a country as successful if generations between the old and young are bonded in such a way that's so special, fruitful, and just unbearable. Because a leader knows that whatever I say is not going to work because the new minds, they know the truth because they're learning from their predecessors. And the old heads, even though some of them are alive or died, the lessons, it translated through. So I'm held more accountable, and I can't get away with what I want to get away with in the short span of time that I have. So I think if we do that, man, will you have a world that's so, so, so more lovely? That's not a word. I said more lovey. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe this guy doesn't have any more questions. I, I can't believe yeah, I'm all I, I do have more questions, but I well, mean, you can ask, you can ask, uh, remind you can, me of the time. You can ask so. one more if you want, bro. Two more. If you uh, want. you know what? I was gonna ask what you guys are gonna do in the future, but you know what? Well, I'll that's actually a proper question. Well, we can we can answer that question. We'll end it off with oh. that. We'll, we'll end it off with that. Do you want Yeah. You want to like? Well, it's 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 gonna be the last episode of this year, so now? I'm saying we can end it off with yeah, that. Yeah. You know what? Why don't you answer that? Yeah, let, let's 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 uh, let's yeah, let's answer that question. Things, what are you guys gonna do? What's things, your next plan? Uh, so obviously, um, as people may know, Ways is no and Muhammad, bro. Just you can chime in at this point. Ways is no longer a podcast. It's gonna be a brand wholesome name. So when you think of Ways, you're no longer gonna think of a podcast. You're gonna think of speaking events. You're gonna think of uh, we're gonna have a website coming soon. So I've said it before. We're gonna have a website coming soon. It's gonna be a new podcast cover. We have a new intro. To the podcast, which I'm really excited for, which is already done. Um, we're gonna have we're working on some other stuff. I don't want to mention, but there are other stuff. So just remember, when you think of ways, it's no longer gonna be like that ways podcast. We're gonna be much. I know we have not been active on IG, but I, my books are down there. Everything's written down in terms of us being interactive and stuff like that. So people are gonna see a different side of us. Our goal is to, to like upload one reaction video, maybe two a month. Maybe one seems more reasonable because it can be a lot of work, but one, both of our schedules. And then have uh, videos going on YouTube for podcasts. So uh, we're hoping to have a separate channel for our podcast. 
go from episode one all the way to the current episode, if we're able to do so. I got to talk to our audio person who's going to start editing our podcast. So shout out to DJ Nazi. She, she was on our podcast before. And I want to shout out to Abbasi because uh, the mics and the headphones that we that we use, he invested in it. So shout out to you, bro. Yeah, big big shout out. Like, <laughs> that's like a big. That's 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 a, that's a, that's a starter. That's a starter starter package for you guys. You guys can invest in more headphones as you and you want. Um, yeah. Because like you, you guys didn't have like the proper equipment when you guys started. I'm like, you guys don't even have like headphones. Like, you guys don't have a microphone. And I'm like, you know what? Let me help you guys out. He's he's to frustrate him so much, guys. You have no idea. Every time we say same, he gets so annoyed. This guy would write. <laughs> This guy would write like reviews. I'm like, stop sending me reviews, bro. I would get cheesed. Well, you know what? You're welcome for those reviews because you know you needed that mm-hmm. extra Who's jolt. <laughs> Who said I read them? Anyways, I'm just joking. But anyways, mommy, you want to, you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, mommy, go ahead. I uh, I think like what Osama said in the beginning, like your vision could be all the way out of ten, but if the work is only out of two, the only way it's gonna change is if you raise up the action and how you're able to t- apply that whatever principles and tactics you're using over a period of time and i think with ways like we had that vision since day one literally since day one it's on video people don't believe us as far as being bigger than a podcast we said it multiple times and now we're just showing it right and i think the cool thing about ways is the fact that like we live in a time where everything's so instant and if you're not at the moment you're considered like forgotten or lost but if you take your own time and do the things you want, the way you want to do it, people are going to respect it, know it, and love it, love you for it, right? So it's just like, you don't have to be first to everything. And at the same time, it's just like, when we put something out, we want you to have it at this time. And don't think that if you don't see us doing something, it's not like anything's not happening. We are just mm-hmm. literally in the lab, just figuring out the formula and putting whatever works, just making that gumbo. Whatever sticks, keep it in. Whatever's not making that, I don't know, pot, special we take it out you know so that's it it's just like a per like like you said mama mentality ways formula mom mama mentality whatever other uh kind of practical formula that you guys follow by we're just putting in the work we're in the gym figuring out different techniques different moves just to use in-game action so right now we're in game it's very easy to put up 60 points why because we do it off when the game is wait, over. wait you know? wait 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 I'm putting up the 60 points. You're just giving me the ball. <laughs> so I'm just playing this point. It's just, it's just a, it's not, it's not a surprise as to bro, how you, to you, do this. Bro, Mohammed, you're the Luke Walton of, of this team, yo. This man said Luke Walton. <laughs> this man said Luke I didn't know who that Walton. is. But with that you being said, um, <laughs> he, he was a bench warmer. He was a bench with warmer. That, or with, listen, he got paid us, 30 million. Bro, so, with the, so with that being said, guys. He got paid 30 million. Uh, hold on, hold bench. on. With that being said, I do want to thank uh, everybody for tuning in this year. Almost in 40 countries. You know, I appreciate everybody. Maybe we'll enter 40 countries by the end of December. God knows. But that last episode of Aussie, I want to thank you. Always got to thank my co-host, Mohammed. Without him, ways can never be a reality. Only a dream. So, best co-host I can ever ask for. Best business partner I can ever ask for. And just remember bro, that you next. Can still deal without him, bro. No, I can't. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. We're entering our mark. I've told Muhammad personally. I can never ever see myself doing this podcast with anybody else. 
Like, yes, going forward, we said if only one of us can record, one of us can record. That's perfectly fine. If there was a guest. If it by yourself, it would make no sense. But yeah. I cannot see anybody else. Muhammad just, I, I, like, bro, like, I know how he works. He knows how I work. He pushes me. I push him. We make each other laugh. We know what, like, we ask each other's points. And 90 episodes in, they already know who we are. So, like, who else better to have Muhammad by yourself than anybody else? Fuck everybody else. Exactly. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I uh, thank you to everyone that's been listening to us in past year, almost forty countries. It's incredible. From the year before, only we're able to achieve seven countries, and the fact that more people around the world are listening to us is what we've always wanted since the beginning. To all the guests that came on the podcast, everyone, everyone shout them out, shout them out, shout them out. It's too much of you guys, but you guys are all <laughs> amazing in our hearts. Your perspectives, your insights just the answers and the questions that we're able to give you and hear your stories and the fact that you guys didn't hold back. It was just incredible to know that we were able to do this with a podcast that doesn't have the numbers like other podcasts have. And the fact that we're able to create the impact on a global scale is incredible. And I thank every one of you once again, Abbas, the host of today's episode, our number one fan since the beginning. Thank you so much for believing in us seeing what was good what was bad and also investing in the headphones as well as the mic as well and it's always being a supporter and the trash talk to you and the trash talk which never <laughs> materialized to anything but always being a supporter <laughs> for us day in and day out yeah, means the world and obviously like when me and osama talked about this months ago about who could do like who could we use to um ask questions for us there's no one else we had a couple than names. you obviously you deserved it you. you were you were entitled for it 